Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA30KLAA. My name is Sergio, I'll be your host. And um, let me go down the list of co-hosts that are not here. I think that'd be the easiest thing. Ron Hobbs, director of the AC Fishing Schools. He's uh, he's not feeling too good. His back is, is messed up, so uh, we wish him absolutely the best. So prayers and thoughts for him and his healing. Okay. Then we go to Tony. Tony is... MIA or Mia, but he's at the Ralph B. Clark Park this morning with kids. They're taking kids out fishing, so uh, hopefully we'll hear from him. I know that uh, Dan uh, Fitty One, as I like to call him, from Team 57, and all his brothers and sisters from Team 57 are down there helping Tony. You know, they're cutting bait and getting ready to make sure these kids have a good day. So that's where Tony is. Hopefully, we'll get a call from Tony. Then, Steve Carson. Steve Carson is out there fishing, and unfortunately, on a boat that he has no signal. Ben, oh, Ben's getting ready because Ben is flying out with me on Tuesday to the Tuna Shootout uh, down in Los Bajiles. We're going to be at the Van Warmers Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and getting ready for the Tuna Shootout. And then we have, let me see, the oh, the earthworm. Well, the earthworm escaped. He's on a cruise ship to Alaska. And by the way, he asked me, he goes, hey, sir, should I take a rod? I said, absolutely. So he took a two-piece rod with him, and he's been catching some beautiful fish right there off the shores, wherever he stopped. I know he stopped in Sitka, and he caught some fish. So uh, bottom line is, I'm a loner. But when that happened, I decided to call my dear friend, and I said, okay, Dude, you got to get up. I know he doesn't like to get up early on a Saturday morning, but I got him up. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jack McCulloch, president, CEO, whatever. Uh, you, you, you are fishers of men West Coast as far as I'm concerned. You've been doing that for, what, 15? Yeah. About 15 years. Closer to 18. Okay, but, so good morning, Jack. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> All right. And um, it's been a fantastic week of fishing. We'll get into that. Uh, But what I'd like to do is um, just set the stage of what's happening in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Like I said, I'm leaving on Tuesday for the East Cape, and I don't plan on being back until like the first few days of October. I'll be there for two weeks. The first week, I'm going to do the tuna shootout with Ben Seacrest, and then Ben flies back, and then Ron and Rhonda will be flying in for the shoe giveaway. Mm -hmm. Okay, this has become quite a pilgrimage, okay, and... um, Briefly, because we're going to get into it more in the second hour, what is the Casting for Souls event? 
The Casting for Souls event is uh, uh, fishers of men trying to give back uh, to the community of Los Barillas, um, La Rivera, all the all little towns right there on the East Cape. Um, you know, we've talked about it before, how it started, and, you know, with the, the hurricane that wiped out everybody. And uh, we went back one year there uh, right after the hurricane. Uh, don't have any building uh, materials to take down, but we had shoes to take down. And we thought, what the heck, they probably need something. They're living on the beach. They got nothing. And um, so we took it down. For six of us, it went down. We took down about uh, 1,200 pairs of shoes. And, wow, it's just kind of started. And we've been doing it now, what, for uh, this will be 16th, I think the 15th or 16th year straight in a row that we've gone down. And uh, now it's up to 6,000 people that we uh, give out to. And uh, we get somewhere between 75 and 90 volunteers to help. So uh, that's what we're doing. We go down and we try to uh, we fish a couple of days, and then try to give back to the people down there who treat us so nice. Oh, absolutely. They, they and you know what? I mean, I remember the first time I went there, I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have to thank Larry because mm-hmm. Larry's the one that said to me, "Serge, you got to do this." Now, before Larry, though, about three or four years before Larry, uh, Terry Flint, mm-hmm. who we send our thoughts and prayers to. Um, he said, Serge, you got to check this out. You got to tell Ronnie Kovac. Unfortunately, Ronnie didn't get it. So I didn't get to find out more about it. Then when I met up with, um, with Larry, Larry says, we got to go see this guy, Jack, and we got to go to the store. And I remember walking into your store in your little theater that you had in there, and we watched some raw video of what you guys were doing. I said, let's do this. I went over there, and my life changed because it reminded me of home. Okay, of what uh, poverty really is like. Okay, so unless you're homeless in the U.S., you may not understand what poverty is down there. And these people live in poverty, and they work. They're not sitting on the in the roads. They're they're working, mm-hmm. and they just don't have enough to to make it go. So uh, you do a great work, and we'll talk more about that in the second hour because it is truly a beautiful work and it's uh it's god's work Mm -hmm. and we get to be his stewards on that all right without further ado though let me introduce none other than mr jonathan oliver skinner who will be partying with me tonight heavily and we will try to do a conga line in mariachi fest but jonathan you there oh yeah i'm here how you doing sergio pretty good pretty good how are you doing I'm doing well. You know where I'm going, right? Where are you going? I'm going fishing. Got to go fishing. Got to. Lake Elsinore is, is biting like nobody's business. So uh, I, I I usually get up early because I don't sleep a lot, and I get out there. Are you trying to get my song going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you were trying to get my song going, but uh, yeah. So this uh, this evening, uh, Sergio mentioned it. Uh, we have our annual mariachi fest at Diamond Stadium. 4,000 plus of our closest friends are gonna be out there, including Angler Chronicles. They're gonna be out there uh, dancing to some great mariachi music, um, seeing ballet folklore, uh, dancers, uh, professional ones that have been on Disney and other stations. And and uh, we actually uh, start off the, the, the day, the evening at 3 p.m. with the tequila and mezcal uh, tasting uh, there in the Diamond Tap Room. It's been redone. It's really beautiful. It has its grand opening kind of today, 
and and then uh, uh, and then of course uh, a night filled of mariachi music, and it ends with a a fireworks spectacular at eleven uh, about eleven o'clock. Yeah, no, it's absolutely fantastic. I highly recommend it. You still got room for uh, for today? Oh yeah, people can pick up tickets at ellymariachifest.com. dot com, mm-hmm. and um, it's uh, you know Giovanni Worta, who is our special events manager, PIO, and he used to be on a professional uh, newscaster on Estrella TV. Um, he he's uh, made it so we can we can. Uh, Take in some more, and uh, it's going to be incredible, Sergio. You came to the first one. You started the first annual, you know, conga line, uh, and we want to see that come back. I mean, can you imagine, <laughs> folks, a conga line during mariachi music? Okay, so um, you asked for your song, but I think that the song that's more appropriate for today would be something like this. Okay, now this is a little, a bit of a take. Because yo soy un hombre muy honrado. Las mujeres no me faltan ni el tequila ni el amor. You like that one? Okay. Oh, yeah. I used to be able to play that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyway, that's called the mariachi. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Danny's going to be there. He can't wait to get there. Danny Jackson um, loves mariachi music. Okay, so much so that when we were traveling down to Mexico several times, we stop into a restaurant and, you know, the mariachis are always there, always gave them a tip. They come over to the table and they sing and they sang for for Danny Cielito Lindo, which is his favorite song. In fact, I remember, um, gosh, down in the East Cape. Okay, I was with Larry and and Jack, and Jack loves mariachi, so I I grabbed the mariachis and we serenaded Jack and uh, and them, and I and I sing with them because I know these songs, so it's it's really a, a fantastic thing, beautiful part of the Mexican culture. I'm not Mexican, but you know what? Let me tell you, you celebrate their culture because it really is beautiful in many ways, and the mariachi, uh, the, the songs, it's like the uh, it's almost like country western. Okay, we have something called folklore argentino, which is very the gaucho music. So it's um, very unique. So, folks, you gotta get there tonight. Um, what, what's give them some info? Where can people join us tonight? Well, the, the we took over the entire stadium, so they will. You know, if they come to five hundred um, Diamond Drive, is where the uh, where the stadium is located. And as I mentioned, you know, they can get tickets at LEMariachiFest.com. Um, there's going to be taco trucks and, and food trucks outside the stadium starting at 3. And then, like I, I said, they'll be playing music all over the place. And then the official mariachi uh, music and, and uh, the, the headliner bands will start at 6 p.m. Okay. And what, what time do you want me there? Rhonda asked me what uh, time we're leaving. Uh, 15 minutes after your show ends, if that's possible. <laughs> well, I've got breakfast with the boys, but after that, I'll, uh, my hope is to go take a, a quick nap because it's going to be a long night and then head up there and, and, and see you and, 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 and get with you. Cause I mean, this mariachi fest is fantastic. Now you asked about, well, yeah, go ahead. Sir, no, sir. I was going to say, uh, one thirty, two o'clock, you know, don't want to. You know, because we'll still be setting everything up, but, you know, having Angler Chronicles there, you, you know how much I love you guys, and, and you guys are a part of, uh, of Mariachi Fest and all these things that we do here. 
because you help promote the city like, uh, I don't know, like you live there. I mean, we got one. We got Tony, of course, but. but well, you know, you know what? Joe. Since you mentioned Tony, t- Tony, say good morning. Tony Williams? Tony Williams, how are you? Pretty good. Bye, Don. <laughs> say hello to Jonathan. Jonathan, hello. Good morning. Hello, this my buddy who gets me my fish crack, man. I, I can't go fishing without without bite on. I even take it and put it on my shoes because it, it it attracts businesses to, to Lake Elsinore. That's how good that stuff is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen, everybody, pause. I got to take a short break. We come back. I know Tony. We'll come back to Tony and Jonathan. Tony, you got to give us information about the park that you're at, and then we'll let you go cut some more bait. And but we'll get it going. Everybody, hang on tight. It's Angels Radio AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Sometimes in our lives, we all have pain, we all have sorrow. But if we are wise, Angels Radio AMA 30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 30. Ask me if there'll come a time when I grow tired of you. You know, I'll never grow tired of Tony Williams and Bite on. This is Angels Radio AMA 30K LA. This is Angry Chronicles. And Tony, you still with us? Absolutely, yeah. We're here at uh, Clark Park for the kids' fishing event. We've got Team 57 in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah! Oh, you make sure you tell them I love those guys. You know, whenever we need them, there they are. We They're love the fr- you too. Ah, I love it. They're the first ones to always come through for us, and and we appreciate all the the clubs. But Team Fifty Seven, uh, special in my heart. Tony, they were, they were the first 
the first guys that we got together with as Angler Chronicles and before Angler Chronicles, you know, dear friends, Irvine Lake was everything. I remember uh, at the Vine, we got involved in so many things. It, it was fantastic. So I uh, love Team 57. You guys keep doing what you're doing, and karma does come around. And congratulations, guys. I've been following some of your saltwater fishing trips. Amazing stuff you guys are putting up there. Okay, so good. Excellent. All so, right. Well, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get some mackerel cut for these kids to to fish. The big event today. There's we're expecting seven fifty to a thousand kids, mm-hmm. and uh, they should start fishing around seven thirty to eight o'clock. Perfect. So they fish till eleven thirty, and then uh, they have a couple prizes and whatnot. So we're in it thick. We're cutting mackerel and. Uh, We'll send you guys some pictures and keep you updated. All right. Team on. thank you. Team 57, thank you. And everybody else that came in uh, to, to help Tony out, we really appreciate it. Tony, are you going to be at the fest tonight? Absolutely, yeah. We're, we're getting ready for the Mariachi Fest tonight. It's going to be a good, good time. Yes, I think so. All right, Tony, I know you're busy as can be, so I'm going to let you be, okay, because I know you got to go. But go do your thing. Again, thank you, Team 57. We highly appreciate it. All right, you guys have a good night. All right, thanks, Tony. All right. Well, you know, we lost Jonathan there for a little bit, and it wouldn't be right. The song he was saying, you know, you have a song. See what I'm saying? He's a Dallas Cowboy fan. So we're going to celebrate him because they did win 40 to nothing against the Giants. Okay. Your team's is what? Cowboys. Cowboys, baby. You mean I've got two America's team. Oh, my God. Jonathan, you're back. He's a cowboy, too. Nice. That means now there's two of you. Mm-hmm. Very good. But you know what? We have Oliver Solis. Oh, that's three. Wow. Well, he's, you know, he is Fishing Syndicate, and he is the rod choice of Anger Chronicles. That's and proof that no man is perfect. <laughs> I, use, I use this rod all the time. I use my bass rod to catch catfish, so mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome. Well, let me, well, congratulations! You're one and zero, uh, and but you know who's in head of their division? You're tied this for first. week. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right now, the Raiders, the Raiders. Okay, we are in first place by ourselves. All other three teams lost. Now, in the event that we were to lose and the other three teams win, we would be tied for first place. So it's not. Just this week. Until week three, it's settled. Man, We're in first place. Okay. That's pretty stuck. That's pretty stuck. But, you know, I, but Sergio, I did want to say real quick, and, I, and I'm sorry I dropped the call. Team 57 is very, very amazing. Um, since I've been doing the um, kids' fishing derby for the last oh, 10 years, basically, 19 years, they have been at every event, you know, with uh, Team 57. Tony G and, and Danny and, and and the Hook and everybody and um, uh, Tony Williams with everything that they do, you know we don't get as many kids as you know, we get a couple hundred, which we're really happy with. Mm-hmm. But they are so excited to see these guys and to see the smiles on the Team Fifty Seven face. I think is is as big as the kids. 
So, you know, we, you, you we, know what? They, they have the heart in the right place. And um, they're all parents, the majority. So they understand what it is to get the next generation fishing. Um, and like I said, the heart's always there. And, and they do it at such pure joy with absolutely no, nothing to come back except just karma, as I call it, okay? And um, just the blessing. The blessing is seeing a kid catch his first fish and, and that smile. And, and these guys just do it year after year after year. And just before you showed up at uh, Lake Elsinore, we did, I, I think, two or three before that. And they were there since then. So it's, it's longer than 10 years. So as long as, I know, as long as Angler Chronicles has been involved with it, okay, um, they've been there. Because Team 57 is always, I mean, always you can count on them and we love them. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, send kudos to SoCal Anglers and, and Casey Anglers as well. But Team 57 puts it over the top. When it comes to volunteering, they're the first ones to say, hey, what do you need? And that's what we love about them. And with no expectations, they don't expect anything in return. So love those guys and i'm glad yeah they, they extend from lake elsinore to everything that uh tony does with bite on and tony's very very involved with the kids wherever we go in fact when we do the fountain valley one unfortunately for us they keep changing it they keep changing um the uh the park rangers at, at oc park so uh, they set it up and they cancel they set it up and they cancel but we get about 800 900 over here in fountain valley as well jack you've been to that one you, you've had uh, your granddaughters there right? oh yeah yeah no they they caught their first fish all four of them there yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're, and it's great because yeah they put catfish in for the kids they get a, the first pull and like you said that just brings it to don't get them hooked on an Xbox. Get them hooked on a tackle box. That That's what you want to do. All right, Jonathan, uh, State of the Lake, real quick. State of the Lake is really, really good. The the water is looking much, much better. Actually, it's been solid all summer long, so we're really excited about it. You know, it's it's nice. And, you know, Sergio, you've been with the city for, you know, over a decade mm-hmm. plus, and you've seen it go its ups and downs. You know, I'm walking, I'm seeing, you know, six, six, to eight inches into the water, uh, you know, uh, the water table. And, and so that's something that we haven't seen in a while. Um, Though The algae that we had last August, it's so, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's like night and day. It's the, the numbers that we're getting, uh, you know, are down at the, you know, the 0.9, 0.8. In, in fact, if it goes any lower, there'll be, the algae we had that was a problem will be undetectable. So we're we're looking forward to that. Uh, we're still around 1242.5, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our, op, uh, our minimum operation level is about 1240, so we're two feet over that. And if you figure 3,000 surface acres of, of water is billions of gallons of water. So we're doing really, really good. Um, the uh, you know JT Rentals uh, John Alicorn who who runs that uh, who added kayaks and he has scooters and all these other things that that are are there um, he's also running the bobber on the lake Sergio uh-huh. um, I hope you have a chance you and Rhonda have a chance to go have their brunch on Sunday uh-huh. incredible Janelle and I stayed for uh, Labor right there Day at the bobber at the bobber oh, and. Cool. Uh, 
you know, they have uh, bottomless mimosas, right? And so, you know, we say those wrong to try to find out if we can find the bottom of the, uh, the mimosa. We were not able to find it. <laughs> but the, the food was incredible. I had there, and I, I think it's called the Captain's uh, uh, Breakfast, and they had pancakes and eggs and sausage and and uh, actually I had an omelet with uh, chorizo, and uh, mm. it was just amazing. But, well, well, and not only was, that, while you're eating, you have a beautiful view of the lake, okay? And, and, and that's the key. I will tell you this. Um, I have not seen that lake that high in at least a decade, okay? And um, I haven't seen it so fishy as I did last year. Actually, no, this year during the uh, Dream Extreme uh, Fishing Derby. Uh, I have now never seen the amount of fish come out of that lake um, as I do now, and that that has a lot to do with the stocking program that you actually you you started it, didn't you? I didn't remember. I don't even remember stocking before you. Well, it was well, it was started before me, but they weren't doing it as frequently. Uh, and you know, Sergio, you mentioned I, I hate giving you all these kudos, but it's true. You mentioned it all the time about our our, our council. They not only talk to talk, but they walk to walk. Amen. One of our main supporters of the lake is Bob McGee. He's a council member. He was mayor. What's his nickname? They call him the mayor's mayor, but I call him Catfish Uh, McGee. Catfish McGee. We named him Catfish McGee because that's what he does. He goes and sits there almost every weekend, if not every day, and just goes over there, catches a catfish or two, and goes home or goes to work. And that, that... and, and he lives in the city. He loves his city. Uh, that's the other thing, you know, when we talk about the council, I can't wait to see them all tonight. First of all, they're real people. You know, they're not they're not politicians, guys. These are guys, these guys are not politicians. These guys work for a living. Okay? They all have jobs. I think they get paid last time I remember it was like a hundred bucks a month or something like that. It's insignificant. By, by the state law they got they got a, a raise, but a lot of them you know, donate that money back to the city. So right. it was pretty incredible. And, you know, speaking of Catfish McGee, I mean, he, uh, when I started, he wanted to make sure that we were had a healthy fishery. So with him and the council, they increased the amount of money that they give uh, the department every year to put fish in. So now we're between 75000 and almost uh, $80,000, $100,000 a fish every year. Okay, everybody, just pause right there, guys. I want you to think about you know between fifty and eighty thousand dollars worth of fish that is stocked into that lake. Okay, and then there you know uh, it's not trout, so it doesn't die on you. Okay, so it's catfish, it's bluegill, it's red-eared uh, sunfish, it's bass. Okay, it's wiper, it's crappie. Um, these things can flourish in that lake. All right, so amazing stuff, Jonathan. Amazing. All right, buddy. Listen, I've got to go to break. Um, when we come back, we'll we'll close it up with you. So hang on for a second, and then we're gonna let you go catch a catfish before tonight's mariachi. Maybe catch a Mexican hat trick catfish or something. Okay, so hang on tight. This is Angels Radio AM eight thirty K L A A, and we'll be right back. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And this house just ain't no home Anytime she goes away And I know, I know
8.30. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burn. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AM 830. Is but a song we sing. Fears we Welcome back, everybody, to Angels Radio, AMA 30K LA, and I hope you're enjoying the music, Jack. I made this one for you, especially last night, because you, you always go fishing with me. We listen to music, and he calls some of my music bubblegum music. This is not bubblegum. No, sir. This is 100% chewing gum. This is spearmint, <laughs> Wrigley spearmint. All right, Jonathan, um, State of the Lake is great. A um, lot of activities happening in Lake Elsinore. And I am personally inviting you know, all our closest friends to come out tonight to Lake Elsinore at Diamond Stadium. Okay, we're going to have Mariachi Fest. Uh, Angler Chronicles is going to be there. The, the City Council is going to be there. The Chamber is going to be there. We want all of you friends out there, come on out. Enjoy a night of fun and great music. Uh, you can eat at the stadium. You can drink at the stadium. And then a huge fireworks displays at the end. So really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be really, really incredible. And, you know, I, uh, speaking real quick about uh, our council, on October 5th, uh, our mayor, Mayor Natasha Johnson, will be doing her State of the City at Launch Point. 
you know, a lot of things have been going on uh, this year with the city under her, her leadership. And we're really excited about celebrating everything that's been happening uh, here in Lake Elsinore. So that's October 5th at Launch Point. You can find out information about that, any of our events, at www.lake-elsinore.org. Then give me a call at 951-674-3124, extension 266. If you don't come to any of those events, come down to the lake. Come check it out. Bring your rod. Bring some bait, definitely uh, uh, Mac Bites or something dipped and bite on. Uh, a fishing syndicate rod and some something fishy after you fish to smell, uh, get you smelling all pretty and, and throw a line here at, at Lake Elsinore. Absolutely. Hey, look, I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, God, that's the wrong song. If you don't understand him, he don't die. That was for you. See, I was going to put some mariachi, but it's all about cowboys. Mama, don't let your voice. Make them Raider fans. Make them Raider fans. I wanted to give you this one. Cielito lindo. Cielito lindo. See, this is for uh, Danny Jackson will be calling in tonight. Look, I'm really going to get in the mood. I'm going to see if I can rent a whole uh, uh, outfit and come with a big hat. Wouldn't that be funny? I'd be, you know... You can use it as a condo since you're so tall. So. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, you had to go there. I had to go there, you know. You I realize I have to, to see you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jonathan Oliver Skinner, Director of Community Services at Lake Elsinore. Everything Lake Elsinore looks great. We're looking forward, Rhonda and I, we're really looking forward to being there tonight and enjoying some great music, great fireworks, and just great people. So um, it's almost like going home. You know what I'm talking about, Jack? Just mm-hmm. like we're going home, so I love it. All right. Well, Sergio, thanks uh, for you, and thanks to Jack for everything you guys do for the kids you know, all over the place, and, and uh, uh, just, you know, have a blessed day. I appreciate it. Thank you. Jonathan Oliver Skinner, again, community uh, Director of Community Services at Lake Elsinore. He's a great guy, uh, great guy to have in charge, you know, and um, he's doing a lot of good stuff in Lake Elsinore. I mean, from car shows, uh, we got mariachi, their winter parade. We always get to participate. We get to float now. I do my my best wave like this. It's really mm. it's really cool. Okay, I love it. Anyway, so a lot of good stuff happening. Um, if you need to go fishing, that's where I would go. Um, if you watch Dream Extreme uh, Fishing Derby, the episode we did this year, you'll see. I mean, Rhonda and Mike just come out with stringers just full of catfish. Um, quality catfish. In fact, uh, the derby was won by a 10-plus pounder, so uh, there's bigger fish in there as well. All right, talking about that, uh, freshwater, you know, that's not my gig. Uh, Andrew's in Alaska, so I don't think we're going to get a report from him. Uh, But I do know that, uh, you know, some of the local lakes still are producing some good quality fish. Me, on the other hand, um, I got a lot of salt in me. Okay, and we've been going saltwater fishing. So I'm looking at some of the counts, and um, bluefin tuna and yellowfin tuna, I think, are the staples right now. But uh, let me just go down the line here. If you go out of um, 
San Diego, that's what you're going to get. I mean, you get yellowfin, bluefin, and dorado. Well, that seems to be the staple for most of the fish, even the full day boats. Okay, um, they, they they still have a sprinkle of other things, but they're only sprinkles. They're concentrated on that. So C fourth, H and M Landing, Point Loma, and Fisherman. That's what they've been doing. However, when you come up to Long Beach, Pier Point, San Pedro, and even Long Beach sport fishing. Um, they're on the yellowfin, they're on the Dorado hunt constantly, okay? It looks like it's been a couple of drier days over at the Tanner Bank, but there's a lot of fish there. There's, boy, did we experience it. We went out Thursday at a Dana Wharf, okay? Well, Jack, you were on the boat with yep. us. And um, an anomaly happened. It was an Angler Chronicle charter, and it was one that was not sold out. And I don't know if it got lost in the in the shuffle because we've been so busy. We didn't really advertise it too much. And so Ron calls me and says, Serge, I can't go. And we've got maybe eight people or so. And I go, okay, well, that's kind of light for the Clemente three-quarter day. So I called you. I called a few other people. And, and we ended up having 13 people, okay, including myself. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, we got 13 tomorrow morning. This is Wednesday night. And I go, you know what? Let's go tuna fishing. Out of Dana Wharf, let's go tuna fishing. So we got there in the morning. I got all, all of us together before we boarded the boat. And I said, who wants to go rock fishing? Nobody raised their hand. Who wants to go tuna fishing? Everybody raised their hand. So we got on the boat and we said, tuna or bust? That was music to Ch- Captain Chad's ears. He says, are you sure? He goes, we can go and check out. You know, for some tuna and then come rock fishing. We said, nope, nope, we want rock, we want tuna only. Thank God we said that because we didn't really see the tuna until about 10 o'clock, 10.30 in the morning. Do you remember when the first bite happened? Uh, Actually, I think the the first bite happened right just before 9. Just before 9. Yeah, so because we had checked, we we checked out about um, five, six patties for nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, we saw dolphin, nothing. Nothing. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, I mean, I was, I actually made the comment, I'm getting bored. Uh, we were just trolling, just moving along. And he says, oh, we made a stop on nothing. There was no dolphin. There was, it was on a mark. And he says, uh, they're 100 feet down. They're 60 feet down. And then they came up boiling. One drift all day. And we smacked them. That's true. I forgot. We never moved. We never moved. We moved to come home. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, it was really an epic trip. All right. Because um, you, you got guys have to think it's a three quarter day out of Dana. Yes, Dana has access to these fish in the past, but I haven't seen this since probably 2014, 2015, where you had plenty of fish. So we go out there and. We see the the boils, and these are yellowfin, and we get bit, and then we get bit again. Then all of a sudden, it's going on. Uh, we ended up with 26 yellowfin and three bluefin, so 29 tuna total. These one fish, Dorado. One Dorado. Yes, you caught the Dorado, <laughs> Dorito. <laughs> uh, but um, the quality of the fish, a yellowfin tuna, mm-hmm. these things were over 30. Okay, they were or right around the 30 mark. I would say 28 to 32, right around there. It looked like they all came out of the same litter, man. Exactly. Yeah. And they were solid. And if you know, 
Fishing, bluefin tuna fight, but yellowfin fight harder. Okay, so pound for pound, they really give you a workout. Um, some people were getting bit on the 30, but you almost had to use 25 and 20 pound test. If you use 20 pound test, guess what happened? You probably got one out of four. Okay, about 25% because they would bite you off, they would, bu- they would bust you off, but that's the way you got them to bite. 25, from what I saw, was a 50-50 ratio. A lot of misses, a lot of heartbreaks on this trip. We should have had limits. If you count every hookup, Mm-hmm. It would have been above limits, mm-hmm. okay? Folks, limits is five fish per person, okay, on the yellowfin. So it really would have been something. Uh, personally, I lost, oh, gosh, I would tell you about three or four fish. Mm-hmm. I was using 20-pound test, of course, on the bass run, because that's mm-hmm. what I like to do. But 20, yeah, I'd get them close. I'd, uh, two real heartbreaks. So, I mean, I had them at gaff. And, I mean, right there, he's ready to be gaffed when he's coming around the loop. He make a head shake, boom, you know, eat my hook. Okay, they would break, you know, bite the line off. That's the problem. People remember tuna have teeth, and they'll cut you off. Um, drags, I saw drags that were not set correctly. Mm-hmm. And people try to set their hook, or they'd make a run and pop off. That's another issue. So um, it was really, truly an epic trip. You had no idea that's what we were going to do, huh? No. I mean, well, you said we're going to, and I said, well, let's see how far that boat can go out. Because I'm, I'm thinking, eh, it's going to be a tanner. Man, we're not going to tanner. No, no, we're not going to tanner. <laughs> we didn't go anywhere near the tanner, okay? Mm-hmm. I want to say, I don't want to give away where we were, but they're very, very famous numbers, okay? Uh, we were probably about 25 miles away, around yeah, there. Yeah, right about okay? there. Okay, and the water temperature was right around 70 degrees, so it was perfect. The Dorado came out of nowhere mm-hmm. because we never saw Patty. However, we de- we did see that floating chair. That's true. Okay, so folks, there was a broken wooden chair floating, and I think that's where the Dorado came from. Okay, you guys would be amazed what can happen in such a small um, floating object out there. It's not just patties. I thought about we should probably pick it up, but then you don't want to because it creates some type of a, uh, 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 some kind of hiding Traction, place. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, the bait will go there for protection, and that's what brings the, the, the Dorado. But um, it was just an amazing trip. So we had boils all over, foamers all over. We had fish out of the water, completely out of the water. But they were a little finicky. We left a bite. Well, yeah, That's, yeah. that was unbelievable. Yeah, so I mean, we had had our fill. We had to get back, and uh, remember, we had all these fish that needed to be cleaned mm-hmm. as well. So that takes time. Um, and we actually handed off the fish. And when we pulled that fish out, when we pulled out, all that bait that concentrates underneath the boat became exposed, and. It was crazy. Almost like you put it on a mixer right there. And it, was, it was going crazy with boils and a few boats just jumped, you know, jumped in on the bite. But we really did fantastic. I want to thank the entire crew of the uh, Clemente. Okay? Uh, Captain Chad did a fantastic mm-hmm. yes, job. I said, Chad, I really want to do this. He goes, okay. And I go, go here. Go there. He goes, don't worry about it. I got this. And um, I was tracking him where we were going. And yeah. We were in a very, very popular place. I'm sure everybody knows where that is now because we were the, pretty much, we were alone. Mm-hmm. The only the, the only thing that got us was a skiff. Oh, and by the way, let me just say something, okay? If you're on a skiff 
and you have a party boat out there. Now, I understand the party boat has an advantage over the skiffs. Bait. So they can chum and chum and chum and get these fish to come up and do what they do. But if you're on a skiff and I can throw a jig on your boat, you're too close. If we can have a conversation, you're too close. And if you're too close, chances are you're messing up our chum line. Okay, that's not the right thing to do. Never go behind the boat. But, I mean, these guys were just too close. I even said, you know, I could put a jig right on, on his on his T-top. Okay, so keep, keep your distance. Okay, they work a lot, very, very hard to get this chum line going and get the fish to come up. Don't get in their chum line. Okay, so uh, amazing fishing out of Dana Wharf, and we'll talk a little bit more of what's going on when we come back, folks. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, the Zanga Chronicles, and like I said, we'll be right back. Each day through my window, I watch her as she passes by. I say to myself, you're such a lucky guy To have a girl like her Is truly a dream come true Angels Radio AM830 Hi everybody, this is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AMA 30. To everything, turn, turn, turn. There is a season, turn. And this turn, is to the season. Turn, turn, turn. I like that. Chronicles on Angels Radio AM at 30 KLAA. Um, what's what's so cool about this song? It's right out of Ecclesiastics. Exactly. Right. And who sang it? 
birds. The birds. And I'm not talking cormorants, and I'm not talking <laughs> terns. <laughs> no, nah, it's really good. Now, you know, we were, um, as we went to break, we were talking about this fantastic trip on Thursday. Uh, just 13 guys going out there. We got um, 30 fish total, 29 tuna, one dorado. Um, and we should have had. Oh, yeah. You know, Everybody maybe 100 fish. That, right? Yeah. Um, but you mentioned something that I think, yeah, we need to mention about Captain Chad. Yeah, he really impressed me. Uh, I mean, the bite was on, what is it? I think it was right around uh, 12 1 o'clock, right? And uh, he came down and asked you personally, asked you, may I call some of the other boats to this bite? I have never heard a captain ask. They just do it. They just do but it. he showed you the courtesy and all of us about calling in the other boats, and none of us were all, yeah, bring them on, you know. Um, and, and what we had um, two other party boats come by over mm-hmm. there near. Yeah, we had some fun. Yeah. The victory was right. nearby, the right. uh, and then a lot of uh, smaller boats. And hopefully they were able to get on it. But you just don't see that. No, and, and, and you know, and the thing here that you know. Um, by the time this he called them up, I think everybody was exhausted. Mm-hmm. Because remember, even though the count was only 29, you pulled on a lot of fish yeah. because we lost a lot of fish. So, you know, think of the ones you landed and then the ones you lost. These were 30-plus pound fish. Uh, you had to fight them on light line. That means you couldn't pull as fast. You couldn't bring them in as fast. When you were on a fish, you were on for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Half an hour. Okay. Well, it was, it was like the perfect trip, man. I, I, it was really, we had just the right amount of guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nobody got in their way. And everybody on the trip had a good attitude. Everybody on the trip was somewhat, at least somewhat Talking experienced. Talking about attitude. Don't even Why go there. We, Don't even go we there. We learned what PFA means <laughs> positive fishing <laughs> attitude. I can't tell. I mean, Ron, Ron and Steve always make. I used to laugh about this, but they always pointed out, you know what? There's There's got to be something to it. When you're positive about what you're doing, I guess you're just doing things right. You start getting negative and you start making mistakes. And that's why I said you get negative and you get mistakes. Okay? And let me just, as a, as a rule of thumb, guys, if you have two fish already on the boat, okay, and you don't get bit for four hours, you already have two fish on the boat, Okay? And you don't get bit for four hours. Don't complain. You already have two fish on the boat. Okay, so just saying. Okay, um, but you know what? I think when when that happens, and something that I noticed throughout the day, um, when we got there, they bit mm. the heavier line. Mm. Yeah, they did. And as the day progressed, they wanted lighter line and lighter line and lighter line. Um, 30 was what people were throwing out and getting bit from the get-go. I I hooked four fish on 30. I had one on 40. You had one on 40. Okay, so those that. But later on in the day, I had to go down mm-hmm. all the way to 20. Okay, and 20, I had a heart. I had heartbreaks. Very small hook. A very tiny hook. That's the other thing. These fish are line shy. This is something you expect bluefin tuna to do. Well, I guess the yellowfin. Uh, are adapting uh, to their ugly rules. Uh, they want little hooks. So we had a, I was using the number two fly liner, ringed. Ringed hooks are key. It gives your bait uh, better movement. The other thing that was key, and I know that Mike, Mike Howell was on, on fire mm-hmm. on this trip, and I knew what Mike was doing. 
uh, we had two sizes of bait. We had a, a, a small sardine and a big, huge sardine. The big sardine is what they right. wanted. Now, I got bit on the smaller ones, so it isn't. Everybody thought that's what they wanted. What they wanted was something that would swim. Yes. Okay. And so when you take a bigger a bigger sardine is easier to cast than a small one. So you had to get them away from the boat. We didn't have a lot of wind. We didn't have a lot of current. So we kind of stood still. Mm-hmm. So your bait had to swim away. You know, sometimes when you're on a drift, the boat pulls you away from your bait. You think, oh, okay, cool. No, no. These bait, I would tell you 50% of my bait went I cast them, come right underneath the boat. No, they had to be had to be pristine bait, no red spots at all, or they just weren't even clo- weren't in, weren't interested. It had to be pristine bait, and you had to have a swimmer. Bait selection was key on this trip. That's the one thing I noticed that Mike was doing, even though he was using the bigger ones, he was getting the real nice bigger ones. And he, I don't think he ever let a bait out there for more than thirty seconds. He was changing bait right and left. You know, and, and I have to admit, well, he got a couple in the long soak. In fact, he mentioned that on the retrieve. On the retrieve. Right. Okay, so that's that's um, that's something we've kind of forgot about. Mm-hmm. Um, he would let his bait out, and then he brings it back slowly, almost like the bait swimming on its own, and he would get bit. It's harder to hook a fish that way because he's not running. You know, you let him run, then you said the, it's harder, but it can be done, and he showed that it could be done. But even him, he had a lot of heartbreaks. He was yeah. hooked up all the time, but the the end result was like, I expected him to have 30 fish. Nope, nope. He only had four, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Four, four. And you go, with all the times you were hooked up. So the one thing is this. Fish are out there. Fish are willing to bite if you present the bait correctly. You need to have a very lively bait. I like the smaller ones because I didn't have to let them run as much. And what was happening is you get a bigger bait, you got to let them run a little longer so because they bite the bait, and as they're swimming, they're moving that bait, getting it in their gut. If you go, you don't get them too too much in, then you get the line going in their they're in their gut, they're the hook, but the line's going through their mouth. You don't have the hook on their side, and so that's how I was getting bit off a lot. But let me tell you. It was fun. It was tiring. When I got to my car, oh my gosh. I sat in my car and I go, I gotta drive home. And I'm like, I'm exhausted. I could have mm-hmm. taken a nap right there. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of firsts. We had, uh, uh, we had, we had Seth. Seth, yeah. Okay. It's, um, he had his first bluefin tuna, a yellowfin tuna. Mm-hmm. And, and first tuna ever, actually. And then we had Miguel. Miguel had his first tuna ever as well so it was really really a great trip a great trip Mm -hmm. and all the way around so kudos to uh dana wharf Mm -hmm. for putting us up on a great great charter and then let me let me finish up you know going up uh up north to ventura uh ventura oxnard area they're still catching tons of rockfish but the quality of the rockfish they're catching is really really high Okay, I would say nearly limits. They're catching sheephead, lingcod, whitefish, along with rockfish. Important um, message about rockfish. As of the 15th, we cannot fish under 300 feet. So everything you can fish now is over 300 Mm. feet. And so a lot of the spots are going to be in the 600 range. Okay, and um, just be aware that you're going to need heavier sinkers. Okay, you're going to need at least 16 uh, there's some 20s and 24s out there you can pick up. Um, I don't I don't think you got to go to five pounds yet, but 
Um, it's coming. Okay, and um, this is where electric reels are really cool because 600 feet with only two hooks. Ugh. Okay, and it, but but here's the deal: we we haven't fished 600 in, in years, so there is some big fish. You go over to the 14 and you get some. At the 14 recently, I pulled out a couple of Boccaccio. They were probably eight to ten pounds. Okay, so those are they pull mm -hmm. hard. Okay, so just um, go experiment on uh, deeper spots, and uh, you, the fish are bigger in the deeper spots. And um, I'm hoping to do a exploratory trip, really, really deep, like in the old days, and see what's down there. Okay, because I I just want to see what's down there. So definitely, I'll be using an electric reels too far away. All right, um, let me see. We got uh, the break coming up. We'll talk to Danny. The sheriff, and then after that, I want to get into Fishers of Men West Coast and what it means, um, what we do, Taco Tuesdays, uh, all the fundraising that we need. And I also want to, I'm also going to mention a um, rescue for the dogs down the East Cape. Um, I'm going to give you the website. You can go and donate because we see a lot of those stray dogs out there, and they're the coolest little things. Yeah. Um, you got from big dogs to little dogs, they're really friendly. And but they get abandoned, okay. A lot of the snowbirds, I guess we'd call them reverse snowbirds, they get out of there in the summer because it's too hot and they come in the winter. Um, and in those summer months, those dogs just get lost and they get out and there's nobody to take care of them. And they, there's a program, you know, with Shannon um, Dalmau, she does this and she actually uh, helps a vet that's down there who will take care of the dogs they neuter them spade them uh, feed them get them back to health and, and and then they have a program with united states and canada where they will pay for all the dogs expenses if they travel with you i'm thinking maybe on this one i'll if they want i'll bring one back with me mm -hmm. they pay for all the expenses all you gotta do is make sure the you know gets here and then when you get to the airport somebody will be waiting they pick them up mm -hmm. okay and they have adoption here and that, that's a great cause for our furry friends if you've ever had a dog you know how important they become as part of your of your life and when and a rescue dog boy they really appreciate it all right we're gonna kill the first hour here hour number two we'll talk a lot of fishers and men folks you're in angels radio ama 30 kla and angler chronicles is awaiting the arrival of the sheriff in the next hour we'll be right back Welcome back to hour number two, with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Well, folks, if you've been listening to Angler Chronicles for all these years, you know what this means. We're in Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, in the heart of Angel Stadium. And you know what? I know the Angels aren't doing that great right now. We're in the rebuilding process, I think. But you know who you could call to home plate? The Jig Slinger himself. He'll stand there. He'll point out to one of the three fields and says, I'm going to put my jig right there. Where he puts his eye, he puts his jig. Without further ado, the Sheriff. The CEO of Filmdom, 
Mr. To Everybody, Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. Hell, man. We used to say in the Navy, don't call me sir. I'm just as good as anybody else. <laughs> you know? So, anyways, listen, good morning, Serge and, and uh, Jack. Nice to see uh, hear your voice, Jack. Good morning, Jack, Danny. And, yeah, you know, I've got to tell you, tell you both, uh, just glad to hear about your Bonanza trip on the Clemente. My gosh, that's just, that's incredible. You know, not too far from home, and and what, what a trip. I mean, that's just, you just don't do that every day. If you do that once a year, every few years, that's really good. And, and you know, I really enjoyed um, the Heisman photos. My, I've got to say this. Mike Howell really has the Heisman shot down. You're and, welcome. Uh, That's a lot of teaching. I said, make a peace sign, put the tail right there. Uh, he missed up on that, but he, I go and put the other hand there. I go, this was taught to me by Danny Jackson. And I go, and then the other thing was clean your fish. You know, hose them down. You told me a long time ago, take five minutes to get a photograph that'll last a lifetime. Because, you know, in the middle yeah. of every, nobody wants to put their rod down. I go, stop. Take a good photo. Then they want to just take a photo. No. Lean against the rail. Get the ocean as your background, not a whole bunch exactly. of dudes, you know, or, or, the, or the rest of the boat. Go to the rail. The sun yeah. in your face all the time. It just brightens yeah. up that. There's just so little little things that you've taught me over the years, just trying to pass it on. But he did a fantastic well, job, and uh, he caught a lot of fish, too. That's good. You know, I, I learned it all, too, Sergio. Uh, some of my uh, good coaches, one, one was Chuck Garrison, who's no longer with us, but he helped me a lot. He was a writer back in the day. And, uh, of course, Steve Carson did, too. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, you see a lot of photographs where someone's holding up a dandy fish, and in the background is a superstructure and people walking around. Get next to the rail. Get that ocean in the background. That That's so important because otherwise it's a busy photograph, and you don't need that. You, you need the fishermen and the fish. That's all you need. But anyway, getting back to your trip, uh, that was just incredible. You got... 29 tuna there for 12 guys and you know what what we used to call schoolies i know we got them in got into them in the searcher a few times schoolies on the elephant used to be like to, to my recollection 15 to 18 pounds that was a schoolie mm -hmm. on 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 the elephant and yet you're in schoolies and these fish are 30 pounds yeah. you know so that that uh, oftentimes one of those would be the only one like that, and of course, that would be the JP. But anyway, but I love know, the Heisman uh, well, photos. Yeah, while you're on that subject, the one thing that I can tell people is this. A bluefin, pound for pound, does not fight as hard as a yellowfin. Yellowfin, um, it's the composition of the fish. They have more muscle. Mm -hmm. um, they have a bigger tail. Um, they, they, they will actually fight you much harder. These fish, Danny... Um, at first, I thought they were all bluefin and bigger bluefin. When I saw the first one, I go, that's it? Okay, because you could see these rods bent. You could see um, the time it takes to get these fish in. And then you see them and you go, wow, I was expecting something much harder. These fish fight hard. Uh, a yellowfin tuna in California waters, especially up in Dana, not down in San Diego, of about 30 pounds is a prized catch. And we had 26 
surprise catches. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, these were again they were well, not they, boofing, right? No, they they were they were quality yellowfin. I mean, quality size. And you're right, they they do fight. They do fight. I quite honestly, I've caught a lot of yellowfin in my lifetime, but very few bluefin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to get smaller ones. Uh, gosh, back in the '70s and '80s, we got smaller ones at the Coronados that were really finicky. You had to go. We were fishing ten pound line, and, and of course these fish weren't very big. They were all twelve, fifteen pound fish. But but uh, you guys, uh, you you slayed them. You got the right Heisman photographs, and and just a bonanza. I call a trip like that a bonanza. That's just. Uh, Incredible. Anyway, I want to get to the show in just a second here, Sergio. I'll, I'll say first of all, though, that yeah, Carrie's going to pick me up at my home here in Fountain Valley about uh, 4:30, so we should be out there, Storm Stadium, around around six o'clock. And I just printed out. I went well, to the website. Well, for this, right? This is what we're going to listen to tonight. This is a little more romantic mariachi music. You like this one? It's called oh, Los Corazones. I love it all, Sergio. You're going to have a ride. And, and when Celito Lindo comes up, you're going to dance with him. You're going to get up, and you're going to grab your cane, and we are going to dance around your cane. Okay? I even did a Mexican hat. I mean, I did a Mexican hat dance for you on a, on a, on a center console. Do you remember that? Uh, yes, you did. We call it... We called it the Argentine head dance, but it was it was quite similar. It was quite similar. <laughs> I forgot what it was. Tapatio. Yeah, yeah, it was great stuff. Yeah, uh, it was. You know, I, I'm going to do my best to sing Celia Tolindo tonight. In fact, I just printed it out. I went to Vicente Fernandez's uh, website, and I printed it out. He had the lyrics there. Mm-hmm. I will not sound like Vicente Fernandez, I guarantee you. But uh, I'll, I'll do my best. Well, do me a anyway, favor. Let's, Make a copy yeah. of that, and then you and I can sing it together, side by side. Okay. I'll bring We've done that copies. before, haven't we? With yes, the mariachis? Yep, yep. I love it. Yeah, we have. I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, let's get down to our business for tomorrow morning. Uh, we're going to air tomorrow an excellent episode. We entitled it simply El Dorado because it's aboard the El Dorado. Um, out of Long Beach Sport Fishing, T.J. Slick at the helm, and and you guys just had a bonanza trip on bluefin, yellowtail, big lings, sheephead. But it's a two and a half day trip. It's an excellent episode. Uh, good aerials by John Simpson. Oh my gosh, he's got some dandies of the boat and the good fishing. But anyway, that's going to be aired tomorrow and all all this next week. Starts at eight thirty tomorrow morning, Sergio Valley Sports West, and then we'll air all the way all all week long. And the last one will be eight a.m. next Sunday. So, and not to forget, millions more will see this, have access to this episode, in all of our programming via satellite throughout all of North America. So. That's my piece there, Sergio. Yeah, no, it's going to be a, a really a fantastic, um, uh, a fant- it was really a fantastic episode. I really enjoyed that one. A little bit of everything in there, it's good. Okay, so yeah, it, it really is. Um, so for tonight, you know, just remember one thing: they call me El Rey. Yeah, this is not this all they call you. <laughs> Oh, is a, you see what Danny's laughing at me. I can get no love. 
and get no love. Oh, they, you get lots of love, Sergio. Oh, my God. <laughs> Probably more than you deserve, but, but you get Oh, my God. I'm getting it from every side. <laughs> anyway, look, I'm looking oh, forward yeah. to seeing you at Lake Elsa tonight and um, yeah. see Carrie. And uh, we're going to have uh, Tony there. I think Agar and Tom are going to be there. Rhonda, of course. So we'll have a full house. Okay. Yeah, and then we'll see you guys tonight, and everybody have a great weekend. Okay, Serge and Jack. All right. Thanks, Danny. Thank you, Danny. All right. We'll see you guys. Okay. Bye. All right. Danny's been integral and just a huge part of Fishers of Men um, in the sense of you know, the part you don't see. He's behind the mm-hmm. scenes. We've done how many episodes now? Uh, ep- about seven? Yeah, um, probably, plus the August tournament. Plus August tournaments, we filmed those as well. And um, it's been a lot of fun, but I think the biggest thing for me, and you know, I share this once in a while, is that for Rhonda and I, you know, I wanted a big family. We've been married 37 years, and I said, you know, honey, I just want a lot of kids, okay? Um, The Feinstein name is being, I was the only heir of that name, okay? Um, Unfortunately, all the Feinsteins, got eliminated in Auschwitz in World War II, but except for my grandfather and his brother that were able to escape. His brother had two girls, so the name was lost. My grandfather had two boys, my dad and my uncle. My uncle had two girls, so the name is lost. So my dad had me, and now I have Sebastian. So Sebastian's the last known Feinstein in existence, okay, in the world. I always put that pressure on him. I said, so you gotta produce boys. So. When we got married, I wanted a large family. I wanted to make sure that we do that. Well, God said no, okay? And it wasn't happening, wasn't happening. Uh, it was medical issues. We tried everything that we could, nothing. And then when there was absolutely, positively no way, science-wise, that we could have children, guess what happened? She gets pregnant, mm-hmm. okay? It's almost like uh, I, I, God says, "I got to make sure that you have no excuses, you know, no no reasoning for this, to make it a miracle." Okay, and so Rhonda gets pre- uh, pregnant, and then, boy, could I see devil at work here. They told us Sebastian was going to be Down syndrome, one in two. Okay, not five percent, fifty percent that he was going to be Down syndrome. And they go, all we got to do is an amniocentesis. We just move the needle and she'll have a miscarriage. We heard that and we ran. We ran to our church, Calvary. And, and you know, I, I I go to Calvary Costa Mesa hoping to get one of the pastors that I knew. The pastor that came out, <clears throat> I had never seen before and I've never seen since. And he talked to me and he said to Rhonda and myself, he says, God doesn't give you anything you can't handle. And how do you know those are not the angels of the world? Because of their innocence. Mm-hmm. And uh, really changed the way that I f- began to think about things. Okay, but anyway, um, I hear the music, gotta take a break. We'll come back, we'll get into why we do Fishers of Men and, and everything that associated with the group. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. We'll be right back. I left my home in Georgia, headed for the Frisco Bay. I've had nothing to live for, and look like.
like nothing's gonna come my way So I'm just gonna sit on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away Angels Radio AM 830 Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next-level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-845-2930. That's 657-845-2930. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. These eyes. Guess who? Jack, guess who this is? Oh, Guess who? Give me a clue. <laughs> Guess who? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, folks. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, Zagra Chronicles. And um, I put this together for you. So, a lot of bubblegum music today, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> who was that? Hmm? <laughs> Guess who? Right? Guess who? Very good. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, we, we, uh, we went to break. We were talking about um, the Fish of the Men and, and their, their work. Um, your work really is um, pulls at the heart. Okay, for me personally, like I said, uh, I got the chance to go down there the first time mm-hmm. and see the the smiles you can put on so many people's faces. Um, I remember the first year we had a shortage of about twenty kids didn't get shoes. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And you, and I said, why don't we have shoes for the kids? And you said, well, there's just not available, so we didn't get a lot of donations for kids' shoes. So we said. We got to do something. And that's when we came back and you and I sat down with Ron and we decided, why don't we do a Taco Tuesday type of thing? And it's been a huge blessing, Mm -hmm. hasn't it? Yes. Yes, Okay. Taco Tuesday is the last Tuesday of every month we get together. I wish I could tell you we're a club. We're not a club. Uh, We're we're just a bunch of fishermen uh, with their families. And we get together the last Tuesday every month at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill in Westminster. With only one purpose, we tried seminars, and people people are not interested. People they just want to come, get together with one another, okay, and call that fellowship if you wish. Uh, we talk fishing, and then we have a huge raffle, 
and all the money goes to Fishers and Men, mm-hmm. which has really no overhead. Do you? I mean, no, not really. No, there, there's no nobody gets paid. It's no. all volunteer work. So all that money goes to buy shoes. That's so, correct. Everything, every dime goes to buy shoes, and uh, it's uh, it, the. The interesting thing is, is that, uh, you know, people say, did you put together a budget for this year or something right. like that? I and mean, it's like, well, we put, we can put together a budget, but it goes, it flies right out the window every time because we have no idea what God's going to put on our plate the next, you know, within 24 hours, you know. Um, suddenly, just in the last week, there are two more shoe giveaways that we're going to be doing locally here between now and the first of the year. And where, where are they going to uh, be? We're going to go back out to uh, Corona. Right. Which we had done last year, mm-hmm. and that I think uh, I think that is set for um, December sixteenth. It'll be on the website. It may not be there yet, but it and will we'll be. announce it yeah. as we get closer. And then uh, Ernesto, uh, he's over at the I believe the city of Bell, and uh, we're going to be doing one with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a member of uh, Fishers of Men, and he's been trying to put this together. He's the city manager, and uh, he's got that set up now, and uh, we're going to be headed over there. Uh, we've had to turn down a couple this year, just not because we didn't have the finances, but because everybody wants the same type of dates. You know, mm-hmm. um, Everybody would like to do a Christmas right. kind of a thing, like or a they want to do an Easter kind of a thing, or a mm-hmm. back-to-school kind of a thing. And so uh, the sooner that you get... If you have a date, the sooner you so get that into So let me ask you a question. Us, right? The ones that you do here locally, are they for kids or are they for everybody? No, they're strictly for kids. They're strictly, strictly for kids. Strictly for kids. I mean, it, it happens, you know. Um, a, a child will come in. Mom brings the kid in, like, you know, and uh, the kid has a wristband and says, okay, this this child needs a pair of shoes. And we, and we measure them, get them. And you look over at mom, and she's in pretty bad shape, too. And, uh, you know, everybody has the authority. If you're out there fitting them, putting the shoes on the kids, they have to look over and they see mom who may not, you know, needs a pair of shoes. So, you know, uh, they used to come ask me. I just said, don't ask me. Just Just do it. Right. You know, that's what we're here to do. Well, and the reason, you know, I was mentioning when when the first year we went there and and that I went there and there was a shortage of shoes for the kids, that broke my heart. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I had to walk away and tears ran down my face. I said, John, do not film this. Um, and we came back and said, no more. And because of the lack of kids, I mean, I have one miracle kid, Sebastian. He's not Down syndrome. He's perfect as can be. And um, I wanted more. And we've thought about adopting because I need, I need kids in my life. You know, Rhonda and I, we have so much love to give. And we want to just give. And there's such a need. So when we go down there, and I love what you're doing here with all the kids, 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 kids. You know, Look at Tony. He's out there mm-hmm. you know, taking care of kids. We do it here as well. Um, it's time to give back to our future generation, okay? we, the, You and I have already done what we're going to do, mm-hmm. okay? So now it's like I, I always tell Sebastian, I say, you're going you're gonna to inherit everything, but the best thing that I can leave you is a legacy, something my grandfather left to me. This is something he did, when, you know, from every Sunday. He was going to kids' uh, hospitals. He was going to see senior citizens' Uh, centers he would go with orphanages and bring candy and bring all that stuff that he does in fact i get to entertain the kids with you mm-hmm. okay when we're there all right we get to entertain them i mean you've got what five six thousand people in line mm-hmm. and even though you're getting faster and faster 
they still kids have to be out there for three to four hours in line. They get, kids need to be entertained, or you know, we try to go to do, out right. there and and you know I think this year the dentist mm-hmm. that's coming with us he's also a clown I think he said, and he's going magician to, a magician a magician right. he wants so to walk he, the line he wants to walk the line and uh, we'll, we'll we'll do some some magic for the kids and give them candy and and, and stuff like that. So I, I I applaud you and I thank you for allowing Anger Chronicles to. To help support. Okay. Oh gosh, are you kidding? No, we thank you. Uh, I don't know if we really defined this or said it, but uh, we used to survive strictly on donations. Well, a lot, so much of that has dried up, mainly because I retired. I don't no longer have those connections in mm-hmm. the shoe industry. As a result of uh, Taco Tuesday and Angler Chronicles, now we buy them. We right. buy the shoes, and um, I mean. And I think we do very, very well. I mean, I still have those connections. Um, We're blessed that we are uh, able to get shoes at an incredibly reasonable price. And uh, we're blessed with getting them across the border, Mm -hmm. uh, which is the biggest problem that you run into. And so we're able to keep the cost down and to maximize it so that we can do these events. Well, the one thing I love is when when the kids in particular, you give them a size five. And in six months, they're in a five and a half, six. Mm-hmm. So you're able to give them two, sometimes three pairs of shoes when you're down there right. to get them through the year. And that's huge. Yeah, because we'll be back the next year. Mm-hmm. But the and one they thing, know it. Yeah, and the one thing I haven't seen in the last couple of years, um, and I saw a lot of it when we first got going, was kids coming in. And I want you folks, men, put this in your head here, the picture. Take a, a, a pair of sneakers. Cut the front off. Okay, and then duct tape them. Okay, that's because the kids' feet would grow; they would cut their front so they they could go further. Okay, and then they're 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 just duct taped, mm-hmm. and you go, wow. Okay, um, that's how poor these people can can be. Uh, there was another couple, I, which I'm worried because I haven't seen them the last couple of years. He was eighty; she was seventy eight, dressed. Like they were going to church on Sunday, their best. Yeah, but that's the couple that walks like through the desert. Seven, eight, I got a chance. I got a chance to speak to them because they speak Spanish. They tell me their story. They through the night they walk seven or eight miles through the desert. Yeah. <laughs> okay, to get there. I didn't see them the last couple of yeah. years. Have you? No. So no. I'm I'm worried that you know might have lost one or both of them and. Um, but just to see how thankful they were. It, it's, it is. It's an amazing thing. What, it, I, the thing that suddenly has started to occur down there, one of the, one of the neat little things, and, and um, it's is suddenly you look over and here's a basket full of burritos and here's a you know here's a bunch of hot tortillas or that they they want to give back to us yeah. at that point mm-hmm. you know um i don't have time to eat it when i'm down there but <laughs> a lot of times they do you know but it's um it's just an incredible incredible event that you can't go down there without learning something new every time uh the the locals they they love to get involved i mean to get one of our t-shirts is a big deal down there Mm -hmm. a big deal um it you know we're blessed uh, uh, so let's bring it we talk about everything that we do here folks you can be part of this in so many ways uh the least amount of work that you have to do, go to fishersofmen.org. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fishers of Men West Coast. Very important. Mm-hmm. Fishers of Men West Coast is right all out. Dot org. And you have a place there where people can make a small donation, right? Sure. Yes. Okay, so you can donate mm-hmm. the rent. That's one way. The other way, come to one of the things that we do. Among them, Taco Tuesday is the last Tuesday of every month. We have a huge raffle. You buy tickets, and then you win rods, reels, and all this other stuff that we have there. Okay? The other thing are fishing trips. In fact, you have a fishing trip coming up on Thursday. The 21st, yes. Go ahead. Tell people what it's about. Uh, we're going out on the Victory, which is they've always... Victory uh, or the Enterprise? Uh, no, this is the Victory. Okay. We did the Enterprise last month. Okay. This... this um, we're actually very close together. Mm-hmm. It's as close as we've been together between the two boats. But um, this is the victory, and um, it's it's me, just a great. It's just, and right now this three quarter day thing that's well, going on. I, we I don't let you what know what the heck. <laughs> yeah, when we were fishing for tuna, the victory was right, right next there to with us. us. Yeah. Okay, so it could be tuna three quarter day Thursday. Okay, well, we'll come back with more information on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, folks, you're on uh, Angels Radio, AM830 KLA, Anger Chronicles. Is this bubblegum? I don't think no. so. Okay, I'll leave you with the hollies. We'll be right back. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call. 714-969-2424. 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AME 30. Mercy, mercy me. Not bubblegum. No bubblegum. Oh, no, things like they used to be. No. 
Uh, man, I sing. I sound just like Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Yeah, you do. All right, folks. You're on Angels <laughs> Radio, AMA 30, KLA, Zangla Chronicles. And we're taking a little deviation of, um, you know, our, uh, of what we do. But this is so much part of Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles was formed, um, and I said, we want everything that we have to go back all right, to whatever is needed mm-hmm. from um, especially kids. Okay, so we do the Olive Crest, we do Fishers of Men, Friends of Rollo, and then our military. I love our military. We've done stuff with Ajo Charter, you know, about all the branches and and so on and so on. So, uh, in fact, one of the boats that was involved in that, both with Friends of Rollo, okay, Tuna Wars, and the um, uh, Battle of the Branches was none other than the Ocean Odyssey with Captain Rick Scott, mm-hmm. which magically will appear right now. Rick, good morning. Maybe your wand. Yeah. I, no, I have a fishing syndicate rod. I just waved it, and oh, there, there you were. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Rick? Good morning. Uh, we're doing fair to Midland, I guess. What's going on? Uh, we're fishing. It's beautiful weather. Uh, there's big schools of fish. I hope they're hungry today because we failed at catching them last night. But, uh, we got high hopes for today. Well, you know what? It it, it sounds like there's been a little bit of a lull the last couple of days. Um, we, we, like I said, we got them out of Dana Point. Uh, it was pure yellowfin, 30-pounders. Uh, on a three-quarter day, but after that, it just seems like it just slowed down, even for the overnights and long-range trip. It's not no, that the fish no, aren't. Th- no, no. no, no, you got, no? no. All right. It was pretty much. It was a lot of the limit-style fishing yesterday. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nice. I didn't see those reports. And what's the size so, of those fish? Um, sounds like they're twenty to sixty-pound fish. Okay, catchable. Catchable. Yeah. I, I like I like catchable, and I'm yeah. t- I'm telling you I'm t- I'm okay. So let me just make this disclaimer right now. I am tired of seeing some of the stupid comments people put when I post some photos of the type of catches that are being made out there. Okay, and go, oh, I can't believe you killed that baby. Well, let me tell you. Number one, the bluefin we have here are not the same as the Atlantic bluefin. Okay, they are simply not. And if you catch a 150 pound or above bluefin, man, that's a trophy. We're not talking like Dave Marciano and Wicked Tuna, where they catch 900 pounders. We don't have those over here. And if we did, you're not capable of catching them anyway. Okay, so when you catch a nice fish, you know, 20, 30 and above, they're what we call them catchable. They make good table fare, okay? And I hate when people say, well, why'd you kill that small fish? Why don't you just go to the store and buy tuna? Uh, Let me tell you something. That store tuna, that one got killed too. So better you harvest the fish and you catch your own. It's healthier. It's better. So no more complaints, please. And if you want them, keep them to yourself, (laughs) okay? Sorry, Rick. I had to go on a rant. No problem. it, It bugs me because the meat is the same. Okay. Right. And so, you know, we, we've been catching some 22-inch bluefin, and those fish have traveled a long ways. They've come all the way across the Pacific from Japan. And correct. And they are, they are just over a year old, and they've made the journey across over here, and 
um, until we can catch smaller ones and to see if they're breeding there. But as far as we know, they're, they're, as far as the scientists know, they are breeding here because we can't seem to catch those small ones that we were seeing to, to give to them to let them know, hey, they are breeding Right, here. But, but guess what? You know, I was talking, we had an episode, we, we talked with Steve a while back about this. It looks like we may be seeing some uh, breeding here. Uh, for, for people that don't know, the tuna go to all the way to Japan. That's where they hatch. And then they come over here. Okay, I mean, they, they make the trek. It takes them about a year to get here, like you said, and then they're about how 22 inches, you said, by then? Yeah, the ones we caught here last week were 22 inches. And uh, we talked to a scientist, and they seem to think that those fish are about a year old, maybe a little over a year old, and have made the journey um, across the Pacific already. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's the catch for you right now? More bluefin? Are you getting some yellowfin? Are you getting some dorado? No, we're concentrating on bluefin. Dorado fishing has kind of fallen off. So we're concentrating on the bluefin, and that's what we've done the last few days. We went out to the bank on the last trip, uh, did not bite, so... But we found some fish that wanted to bite in the dark, some nice ones, you know. I'm sure you saw those in the pictures, 80 mm-hmm. to 100, 125 pounds. So. Yeah. So, you know, 80 to 125 pounds. Jack, you and I were catching 30-pounders, and they mm-hmm. put a whooping on us. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you imagine 100-plus-pound uh, fish? And every pound is exponential. <laughs> Okay, it almost, I mean, a 30, you go, a 60 fights twice as hard. No, it fights 100 times harder, okay? Uh, question, are they finicky? Um, yesterday, it didn't sound like they were finicky. It sounded like they bit pretty good. It sounded like boats went into drifts early in the morning and drifted for a long time all day, so mm-hmm. we're, looking for, we're looking for one of those schools. We need one of those. Uh, fishing 30, 40? What were they fishing? Uh, yeah, 30, 30 pound, 40 pound. And, which is, you know, you can catch those, those uh, 50, 60 pounders on 30 and 40. Mm-hmm. It's a little easier on the 40, but you can do it on, on the 30. Yeah, 20, 20 pound test is not recommended, and the bass rod definitely not yeah. recommended, not with 80 pound fish in the area. Okay, so Rick, um, the season's going to go for you how long? Uh, we depart on November 10th on our last trip of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's room. There's room in November, October, Scott. Maybe a little bit of room. If you want to look at the schedule, you can log on to oceanodysseyfishing.com. You can book right online. Or if you have questions or want to talk to Dina, you can give her a call at 619-889-4535. All right. Well, I'm telling you right now, uh, once I get back, I'm leaving on Tuesday, and I get back the first couple of days of October, my schedule gets really light. I've got a two and a half day on the El Dorado, and I think I've got some dates with you. I'm gonna just come fishing with. You. We do have an October trip with you. I think that one's sold out, but I'm coming on my on a, just on my own. I'm just gonna go fishing. I need to just go fishing, and that's what I got a chance to do on Thursday. I loved it. Got to do it some more. And there's no better platform for me than your boat. I mean, it's great service, folks. Nobody can guarantee fishing. But the one thing that the, that the Ocean Odyssey guarantees is service. From the galley to the entire organization, the entire platform, you got great captains, because you, you got you and Mike, you got great deckhands, especially with, I'm going to call them tiny, 
and Chris Nickerson, and you also have Mike, which is Desi's brother, and Desi's in the galley, and your galley is amazing food. Okay, every time I go there, I gain three or four pounds. It's not good, but I love eating the food, and Rick, you just, you go all out. So that's that's the one thing that is the constant with the Ocean Odyssey, always great service. And of course, and we've always caught fish with you. One way or another, we've caught fish. Yeah. And I get, lucky, I get lucky once in a while. And you've always helped us with all the charities. Okay, you've always donated, mm-hmm. you know, trips for even for 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 fishers of men. Yes, he has. Uh, we've done the tuna wars together. We've done uh, battle the branches together. And you know what? It's really cool that 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 you give back as well. And you're one of the instruments that we need to raise money. So thank you so much for that, Rick, to you and Dina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's our pleasure to be a, a part of that and part of the family. We enjoy it and hopefully have many more years to come. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm really not disappointed that you didn't get some tags there for going hunting in Montana, which means you might be able to stay local a little bit longer and come to a couple more Taco Tuesdays and possibly go rock fishing with me. We get to go over 600 feet, dude. We got to do this. We got to do this, Rick. Yeah. As of today, we can't fish shallower than 300, right? Right. So my thing is, you and I got to go deeper than 600. Yeah. We got to get some of those monsters. Okay, because if you know anything about us old guys, we love rock fishing. People don't realize this, but old school, old, old, I mean, that was was the ticket. That's what you did in the winter. Fill up the freezer. You, you, you know, you know what else? Those old fat guys love eating rockfish. Well, you, see, I don't eat fish, but you can have my. I just, I just love the sport. I used to love bringing you know, twenty hook gannons full of fish, and these were big boys. Okay, with a, I, I've used as much as a ten pound weight, and have a ten pound weight float on top because you had so many fish. You know, you don't have rockfish float. They they brought the ten pound on top, so it was it was cool. Rick, uh, one more time um, to get on the Ocean Odyssey. How do they do it? OceanOdysseyFishing.com, right online. Get your booking in. If the trip is full, there's a waiting list you can get on. To uh, somebody cancels, you'll get an email. Or if you want to talk to Dina, give her a call at six one nine. Eight eight nine four five three five. Excellent, excellent. Uh, and you're on social media as well. They can contact you there, uh, Rick. Um, as far as I, thank you, I just want to say thank you for all you do no. for all our charities and Fishers and Men. You've always given us, especially around Christmas time, mm-hmm. a day and a half that we can raffle off, um, and it brings a lot of money in and a lot of chances to. How many shoes can you buy with a? About a five, we get about five hundred dollars from uh, raffles on that. What, what, what do you get? Um, how many shoes can you buy for five hundred dollars? Uh, that would be a hundred pair. A hundred pair of shoes. Okay, that's a hundred children that we take mm-hmm. care of. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Rick, for everything you do and always supporting us. We appreciate it. Again, our pleasure. Always great to be part of the the organization. Dude, you're your family. You and Dina are family. <laughs> you're more than part your family. All right, my brother. You go slay them. Get some photos. Put some photos up. I haven't seen photos lately. Okay, so <laughs> put them up. I told you, stop messing around. Take your phone and get some photos. Let people know what you're catching. All right? The problem is that when the fishing's really good, uh-huh. it's busy down there. Right, but, and, but remember. And you know, we keep one, we keep one guy asleep. 
Mm-hmm. And well, we got six or seven going. It's hard to stop and take a picture when there's people asking to tie hooks and gaff their fish and untangle right. their rods. But remember what what the guru, Danny Jackson, says. Take five minutes, clean the fish, take a photograph that'll last a lifetime, especially now yeah. that we go digital. Okay, so there's, I mean, if he's all bloody, I don't even care about that. Get a nice, clean shot of a fish. That's always good. It shows people exactly what you're catching. And then when you throw in the count, and it makes all the sense in the world. But anyway, I love you. I That's what I'm trying to tell you. Give me photos so I can post. I want photos so I can okay. post. All right, my brother. I love you guys, too. And I uh, look forward to, to uh, talking to you next week. And everybody have a great week. You got it, brother. Too, we'll talk man. to you later. God all bless. Right. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. What a great, great organization, mm-hmm. the Ocean Out of Sea with Rick and Dina. They're just amazing people, and they always give to us. So let's get back um, to the trip. You have a trip going out this Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on the Victory. Just mm-hmm. that, folks, uh, we had an amazing trip on the Clemente. The Victory was right near next to us, actually, mm-hmm. Okay, uh, on the fish as well. So I would just say if you're going out on Thursday with Jack and Fishers of Men, you better bring a rod. That, be prepared. Uh, be prepared. For anything. Yeah. Anything, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you make it. Get it uh, the possibilities are rockfish, uh, bass fishing, or I think what will probably be the key is tuna fishing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And with them, it's going to be tuna or bust. Okay. Because they have to go a little bit further. Not too much, but a little bit further. So, it's going to be tuna <laughs> or bust. Right. And the tuna are there. 30, 25, I think you'd be right in the money. But I, you know what? Bring a 40 or 60 and bring something a little lighter just in case. With those three outfits, you'd be ready to go. All right. So Thursday, you've got a trip. And like mm-hmm. I said, it's one of the vehicles that we have to raise money. You do a spring and summer festival. Is that about right? Yeah. We, we, we do a... Um what we call a fisherman's fest. Uh, we still do it in the old parking lot that uh, my store was Embraer. in. Embraer. Uh-huh, Embraer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be coming up. Um, you can uh, get more information about that off the website. Likewise, if you want to go Thursday, just go to the website and you can sign up right then and there or uh, get a hold of Larry or get a hold of me or whatever. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll get you on, on but there. But you have room on the victory. I think we've got like five spaces left. Okay, okay? perfect. We're not going to, we will not make it you know, um, yeah, no, no, overloaded. no, 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 no elbow, we, elbow. we're not going to do that. No, especially so. when you have tuna in the area. No, and uh, like I said, our our main goal when we why we do these with you is a more of a meet and greet attitude. We we want you to come out. We want you to see what we're about. The type of people that go fishing with us are are incredible. Uh, and they, then you have the one thing I want to tell people: you have a raffle that uh, pretty much guarantees that everybody on the boat is going to get something. Mm-hmm. Right, so <laughs> it's huge. You get, you're going to get something. Okay, so um, it's great, and uh, the money goes to buy shoes. Right, and you saw that what Rick does. Um, you're talking a hundred pairs of shoes for kids, but keep in mind when you did Anaheim, how many kids you had in Anaheim? Six and change. Six hundred kids. Change. So that takes a lot of money, and you go down there to East Cape, and we have thousands of people that show up so we need your help yeah you constantly. can still get to the east cape with us if you want to hurry real quick okay well yeah. let's let's give that information when yeah, we come back folks you're on angels radio am 830 kla this is angler chronicles and we'll be right back
a.m. 8.30. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway, Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And I had to finish with California Dreaming, Mamas and the Papas, okay? Because in a way, everybody that goes down and volunteers are mamas and papas to all these kids. Um, one way or another, we get to help these communities. So we talked about an opportunity on Thursday, this coming Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay, on the victory, there's still five spots available. And as we went to break, you mentioned that if people want to volunteer and come down with us to the East Cape, which is the last week of September, okay, they still have an opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm leaving on Tuesday. I'll stay there until, I think, the 4th. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. I'm going in on the 27th. You're going on the 27th. What is the – will you want to give people more information about this? Sure. Uh, it's pretty easy if you want to go. Uh, number one, you just call the hotel. Tell them you want to uh, be a part of the Casting for Souls event, and they'll give you a break on the room and uh, I believe a small discount on the boat and whatever if you want to fish. Um, so that's that's a kind of out of our hands. There is no direct uh, money being made by fishers of men on this. So it's, it's your trip is pretty much what you want it to be if you want to eat in high-end restaurants or eat taco tacos on the on the street you can do that so whatever you spend is what you spend um that's all on you there the only thing uh, you're asking really is to volunteer on saturday morning saturday morning for about four hours you volunteer Mm -hmm. and basically what you're doing is you're either uh, like Rhonda and ron they get behind um they work with the kids shoes right and they hand, what they what do they do? They they bring the kids shoes. They're unpacking them and they're placing all the shoes out by size so that the the fitters can come and, and and go directly to the size that they're going to need to put on the child or the parent or whatever out there. And but they're constantly re- trying to refill and make sure that everything is moving slow uh, smoothly and that a case isn't lost. That's happened before where you know you run out of a size and then later on you find out oh it's over there in the wrong place. Right. They're they're there to stop that from happening. They're there 
there to make sure that uh, every person is fitting smooth. and it runs smooth. And it's a very well. So that's that's one job. Yeah. Then there's another. The, the big job I think is too the guys that are measuring feet. So because mm-hmm. as soon as they come in, they're measured. Right. Okay, and then you said they have a um, a bracelet, mm-hmm. a paper bracelet, and the number, their size gets put right there. Right. That way there's no need to English or Spanish. Mm-hmm. Okay, and You just see the number, and then you go get a couple of pairs, you see which one they like, and then they walk well, away. Well, before that, don't forget, oh. our, one of our biggest sponsor down Oh, there. my goodness. You oh, know, yeah. Before you, that, there we direct them over there to get an AFCO. Um, t-shirt and they get a order. Guy Harvey shirt. Afco's donated what over a hundred thousand shirts. Close? Oh, yeah, at least. Okay, at and least. every person that walks through those doors gets a, a Guy Harvey T-shirt. That's huge. Well, it's more uh, now. It's become more of a Afco Afco T-shirt. Right. Um, but uh, it's, it's T-shirts, man. They give out some years. They've got jackets and they've got hoodies. They've got they've got all sorts of stuff over there. But that's all donated. By by um, the Shed family, mm-hmm. owners of Avco, uh, Christy Shed will be down there this year, and she hands up all that. So and, let me say this: what a heart on her, man! I mean, she just okay. You gives. guys, when you go out and buy something, just help those that help us. Okay, mm-hmm. support those that support us. So next time you go, think Avco. Okay. And what they do, they actually, AFCO, every purchase of anything that they do, they donate 10% to conservation anyway. So, yeah. really good. Okay, so we have the t-shirts. Then they go to uh, the fitting. Then they go to the fitting. So you could also be a volunteer as a fitting. Or, or they go to the sock station. We got oh, that. We they get socks. socks. Sometimes we've got belts. Whatever we were able to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. They go through all that. Then they go to the sitting uh, mm-hmm. and sit down and they get now, their shoes. This is like going to your shoe store. I mean, they yeah. actually sit down. The, they're measured. They they're sit. measured. I mean, yeah. So this is like a, a, a an experience. They're going to a shoe store, mm-hmm. okay? And then finally, you got we have a dentist this year. He's bringing yep. some toothbrushes. We have quick exams if they want. Yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. How about uh, we've we've had eyewear in the yes, past. Yes, we have. So there, there's a lot of things and that then, these people receive. And the last stop is the what we call the prayer station. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, nobody's pushing anything on there, but it no. just says if you want prayer for anything, and you, I mean, they're lined up just to go sit down and pray with somebody. Right. It's 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 a beautiful thing. They give them a Bible, whatever they Folks, like. Folks, keep in mind that even though we don't, you know, push because we're not pushing god on anybody okay we're not being religious at all but just keep in mind it is called fishers of men okay it's very biblical so it is a ministry but we welcome everybody to come in uh we 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 have atheists with us that help us Mm -hmm. they just want to help and that's okay that's okay we welcome you and we thank you and 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 it's more about the need in the community what i love is you and i had a talk about uh, the second year that we got together with this, and um, I said it'd be nice to help our guys in our own backyard. And you told me red tape is horrible in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Well, you've broken through that, and now we've done. You know, for the last three or four years, you've been able to help a lot of local kids mm-hmm. from Anaheim, Corona, um, Compton. I mean, where there's a need, and these kids are vetted so that we know that they do have they a need. They have the need, right? Okay, and you're talking five to six hundred kids every time mm-hmm. you do this. So for those, you also need volunteers. Yes, we so do. If you don't, can't travel, you can come to that. We do La Mision. La Mision. In February. In February. Mm -hmm. That's another one in Mexico. It's right between Ensenada and TJ. Yeah. 
Okay, and uh, you get about twenty five hundred there. Yep, about twenty five hundred people that need shoes, and we can always need help. Mm-hmm. What you've done with the Casting for Souls events, the the one in the East Cape and the one in in La Mission, uh, we try to make it a little fun. Okay, and you can choose one of two things if you go down the East Cape for five days. Saturday is the day they do the shoe giveaway. By the way, usually, and they haven't failed yet, every afternoon we get to see turtles um, being put back into the ocean. Mm-hmm. That is, release. baby turtles release is unbelievable. Okay. But also, you get a couple of days of fishing. You have a little side tournament going. It's not it's nothing big. It's no big deal, um, in the sense of you know it's not going to cost you any money. You just go out fishing. Whoever catches the biggest fish, okay, you get to put your name on the trophy. Okay, I think I'm going to retire myself. Mm. I, I actually kept the trophy, okay, because <laughs> Anchor Chronicles had three. The last three were there. Uh, congratulations to Randall, who's be defending this year. Right. Okay. So we do have a new trophy. You get your name on. It. You get to keep it for a year, don't you? Yes, you do. So, and then if you don't want to go fishing, what you can do is you go to the orphanages, which is another experience all on its own. I highly recommend you get together and they have buses. You go and you fit the kids at the orphanage. Those they can, that we can't get to the event, yeah. Right. So there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, we stay at the Hotel Palmas de Cortez. Uh, you can also stay at the Playa del Sol, which is about 300 yards away. Um, both are Van Warmer uh, properties. And... It's really cool because for those five or six days, we run into each other. The pool is unbelievable. That's where the hub is. Mm-hmm. You know, after you're you're fishing this, everybody gets to get in the pool, swim up bar. I'm sure on Sunday uh, we'll get some football. They have the, the the football games up there, so it's a great experience. Uh, good fellowship uh, among everybody. And bottom line, when you leave there Saturday, you're a changed person. You know, and if you've already had the opportunity of doing it, it just like recharges you. I come back, I mean, so ready to go, and I got Thanksgiving following that, and I got Christmas there. I mean, get involved with Christmas and giving away stuff, and ah, it's just amazing. So, on behalf of Angler Chronicles, thank you because we were looking who to give back, and the Olive Crest came first for the foster care kids here, and then you came in there. And it was all the kids down in very impoverished areas. Guys, you don't know what poverty is Mm -hmm. until you experience third world poverty. That is a big deal. And they're so thankful. Yes, they are. You know what I'm saying? It's sincere. Yeah. You know, and um, you don't get any weird stuff. It's just sincere. Can't forget to thank, of course, Eddie Dalmau. Yep. Okay. He manages the uh, Van Warmer Resorts over there, and Eddie has just been extremely instrumental. And then the entire family. Mm -hmm. Bobby, Eddie, and uh, Chucky, um, always at our disposal, you know, to make sure this event goes. So before we run out of time, give me uh, your contacts. Oh, that's pretty simple. You just uh, get on the the uh, Fishers of Men West Coast website. 
my number is listed there, but I have no problem giving yeah, you my number. Fishers of, of Men, men West Coast. Coast if you put Fishers of Men, it'll You're take gonna, you somewhere yeah. else. So Fishers of Men, West Coast, just like it sounds, dot org, not dot com, dot org. Okay, if you don't know, you can reach uh, Angler Chronicles on social media. Uh, you guys are on Facebook as yes, well. Yes, we are. Okay, all the information is there. Uh, and there will be a Taco Tuesday this month. Yes. Okay, it's, it'll be on the 26th, okay, at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill in Westminster. And there'll be postings on social media, etc. All right, we're coming to the, uh, the end of the show here. Um, just be kind to one another, please. Okay, go fishing. They're biting. And pray for all of us going down to the East Cape. We're going to need it. All right? Mm -hmm. God bless everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.